0: and you know there's there's like there's something for everyone in these drops to be honest i mean this drop i don't know if you saw but we're giving away a tesla which i don't think has ever been done on the blockchain i'm kind of hoping that elon like sees a, te- a tweet about it or something and uh but you know it's just there's something for everyone in every drop and you can play to you know your ability and it's just it's just fun
1: Welcome to Unraveling Crypto, where we simplify big and complex ideas in Bitcoin, blockchain, Web3, and tech, while connecting you with entrepreneurs, builders, and leaders building at the edge of innovation. I am Vane, your host. Welcome to Unraveling Crypto. Today, I have a really special guest, Caroline. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited.
1: Yeah, me too. So we met thanks to Christina with a K um, for brunch uh, during our Basel week here in Miami, which I have to just shout out you, you and your like team sponsored basically the, the brunch <laughs> um, very like out of the nowhere. And it was just really a great time. So it just means a lot to us.
0: Yeah, I know. We were just so excited, to be honest. And I was with um, Nancy Margaret, one of my mm-hmm. colleagues, and she's so amazing. And we were just so thrilled to be meeting other women in the space, doing big things, building. And we just, you know, we wanted to sponsor the avocado toast and coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. So I always love to start, which, by the way, I love Nancy and like connecting with her was also really cool. Um but I love to start the podcast always with a grounding practice. So what are you most grateful for right now?
0: Oh, wow. Uh, that's kind of a difficult question because I feel like I have so much to be grateful for. But I think I'm going to say today I'm very grateful for health, honestly, and being able to exercise. I had my workout this morning, which always helped me get started have a productive day and get a lot done and i'm just thankful you know i don't have to work out i get to work out and i'm lucky mm. to do so because i have good health and it's just you know it's something that sometimes i take for granted and i really shouldn't and i need to keep keep in mind that i'm very lucky to be healthy yeah. I mean,
1: on Twitter, you're the one that motivates me to go to <laughs> the gym because you always share that you're at the gym and I'm like, what am I doing? I got to move. So, I'm grateful for that because it really does get me up my my booty and and get it working makes out. So
0: happy. i <laughs> really happy.
1: Um okay, so what's your superpower? That one thing that comes to you most naturally, probably have always been since you were a little little girl.
0: That's so that's so hard. So I always say I have this thing, and, and it might be weird, but like I have this thing where I say I've always wanted to be a ginger because I believe that every ginger has a talent. And <sighs> I like don't know what I feel like a lot of people have different talents or quote unquote superpowers. And I just feel like I haven't found mine yet, which I'm okay with. I think I still have plenty of time to find it. But if I had to pick something that I do think I do well at and quote unquote could be my superpower, it's that I really like to encourage others around me. I like to make others feel good and feel like they can accomplish a lot and feel, you know, build them up and kind of tell them, encourage them, tell them what I see in them as strengths and so on. And I feel like, that might be a superpower, <laughs> oh my God, completely. And I was just gonna say, like I think you're
1: you're really humble, yeah, because we all have a superpower. and it's like we always think of the superpower as this big thing. And in reality, it's like you you do it every day, and it's like your everyday thing. So and like I have to say, since we connected and Twitter, you definitely are inspirational and you like move people to like make to do something. So I feel like I'll, I'll like from this side, this is what I see. I appreciate
0: that. Thank you. All right. I'll say, I'll say Um, that's my favorite power. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So I always love when I see a really good bio and I don't come across those often, but your bio is on Twitter, opinionated, but delightful. (laughs) Gym addict, full-time web three. I feel like that is such a, Beautiful bio. I and I don't come like I don't see them as often, but I had to share with everyone.
0: Thank you. It's hard. It's hard. The bio is so hard because you wanna you wanna kind of come across as unique in a way, but also (laughs) interesting. And I guess you can ask anyone I work with, but I do I'm very opinionated and I tend to have very unpopular opinions. And i never afraid to voice them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, see, that's another superpower.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That one might not be, that one might not be so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so I would love for you to maybe share with us and the community a little bit about you. I mean, it's really hard, but tell us where you are at with Web3 and what do you do?
0: Totally. So I work for E Frenchie and blockbacks The um, E Frenchie is a creator of BlockFacts. And I've actually I don't know that a lot of people know this about me or him, but um blockbacks is actually we have like we have a big team. We have about thirty people and we've been in business now for a year and a half, but we've a lot of us obviously we've added people that specialize in web three and solidity devs and so on. But before that, most of us actually worked together still in a web two marketing agency. Um, so I've actually worked for Frenchie Jeff for about six years now, which is kind of wild. So I started in digital marketing advertising and so on. And then about a year and a half ago, we kind of jumped into web three and we haven't looked back since. And a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think that's
1: one of the most, cap, well, one of the captivating things when we were discussing that you guys are, like, a large team, which is not something common that we see, especially in the Web3 space. Um, <laughs> Very <laughs> so, true. And it's, it's
0: yeah. funny, because it's not like, I tell, I tell people that sometimes, and they're like, whoa, really? Like, yeah, seriously, like for real. <laughs> we are for real. <laughs> Um is everyone
1: like work from home or more of the office
0: so it's kind of a split we have yeah. we have an office I'm at the office today and we have a we have a, a I would say two thirds of the employees come in the office we have a big wide open space upstairs where everyone is able to work together and chat with each other throughout the day, throw ideas. It's definitely a great environment. That's actually, to be honest with you, I think it's one of my, it's one of my favorite part about work. I love the people I work with and I love Mm -hmm. learning from them and being able to work with them on a daily basis. But I will say that our team of engineers, usually tries to work from home because they say they don't get a lot done if they're if they're here and we're bothering them (laughs) hey you know it
1: happens (laughs) um so I also like one of the things that uh we discussed too was just like the team is like it's quite large too but there's like a good good diversity with women and I feel like Again, the Web three space. We're still, we're growing. We're getting there, not there yet. But um, and I love to see that. And what what do you like attribute this to?
0: That's a good question. I guess I guess Jeff is great at hiring and hiring <laughs> badass workers. Yeah. Um, no, we just we we do our team. I wouldn't say it's half and half, um, but almost. We have a a good amount of women on our team. And it, it, I, you know, I find it refreshing. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, we work hard and I think it brings kind of a different vision at times and helps with certain things. And I feel like we all work together and to your point, you know, web three is definitely a space that needs to keep growing, but I think we're getting there Mm -hmm. and, you know, I feel good about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're
1: still we're still growing. There's lots that needs to be improved. But um, I just like from the from when I started, maybe almost a year and a half to two years ago to where we are at now, it's like so vastly different. And I just love seeing just Great quality people. <laughs> like at the end of the day, that's what you see. Um, okay, so what about like what was your past life before Web three? What did you do? So you were in marketing and an agency, right?
0: I was. So originally, I actually, I actually started in, I think, right out of college. I started in digital marketing, and I was a personal trainer. So that's where you get the whole mm. fitness addiction um, right there, but. I was in i was kind of doing both i was in digital marketing and then i had a side hustle with my personal training taught cycling classes kickboxing and so on which i loved and i just i found i started developing a love for marketing and really wanted to throw more energy and focus in that industry so i Stop doing personal training, but I keep I still work out <laughs> and I focus my effort in web two advertising and marketing. So that's nice. where my focus was prior to web three, which to be honest with you, a big part of my job today in web three, which obviously I feel like, I feel like this is for everyone in web three, but it's hard to define a role because I feel like we just wear so many hats. We do so many different things, but to this day, obviously, it's still a big part of my job is uh, marketing and advertising for our projects, and you know, trying to continue growing our community and raising awareness about what we're doing and the innovation that we are, you know, the innovation that we're doing in the space, and so on.
1: Yeah, and I, I think to that like you said everybody really has to wear many hats, especially in Web three, which is really great too because you get a lot of. You expand your knowledge, um, but when it comes to marketing specifically, I think we're we're in a really unique space too because we are expanding the definition of what marketing really is with Web three. There's so many components, and um, I will pick your brain with a little bit of that later on. But let's like dive right on into like the really big meaty stuff. I I actually was, I'm a little obsessed now with block packs. <laughs> uh, I like,
0: I'm not going to I saw that maybe you bought some packs.
1: Yeah, maybe. I did. I did. <laughs> I was like, I need to know what's going on. And yesterday, like during the drive with my boyfriend, I was just like telling him, all about it like raving like and I'm like hopefully I understand it he's like maybe <laughs> you know so um <laughs> you're like bringing old school like childhood moments and bringing it into like a, a digital gamification experience so tell us a little bit about what block packs really is
0: yeah for sure so first of all I'm really glad that you got some packs and I'm excited and I'm actually looking forward to your feedback and see how okay. you feel about playing and kind of getting involved. So I'm excited for that. And I appreciate you doing that because I know you have a lot going on too and you have your own projects. Um, but ultimately, our goal at BlockFast is to create these long-term, long-term, these digital assets, I guess, digital collectibles with um, long-term Collect long term collectability. Co- <laughs> I <remember laughs> haven't speak this morning. Um, meaningful digital collectibles with long term collector thesis that people want to collect. And we obviously know that in order to do so, we have to onboard more I- IRL collectors mm-hmm. into the space. Um, so, in order to onboard more collectors, what we do is we have are quote-unquote Raz drops which is a collect and earn model so basically we sell digital collectibles um to go a little bit more into it they're called infinite moments there are they are our block digital trading card and these digital collectibles these digital trading cards which are kind of fun by the way they each of them highlight a different moment in history or sports and so on, which mm. um, you know, I think it's neat and people love collecting them and so on. But anyway, so you buy these digital collectibles and these infinite moments earn you entries into our rads drops, which then get you real physical collectibles. So, we take this experience to onboard Web2 collectors and we give them something that they're familiar with. Right. We give them, mm-hmm. um, you know, real the chance to win real physical assets. But in the process, we allow them to learn a little bit more about the blockchain and what they can do. I think a lot of people in Web2 that are not as familiar with crypto and Web3 and everything we're doing are missing a big part of what we are all about, which is, you know, all the innovation that's taking place, the technology of the blockchain itself, what it allows us to do, um, what we're capable of doing with it. And I think a big part of us onboarding real life collectors comes in with really showing them what this space is all about and showing them what we're capable of doing and kind of hooking them in that way.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I haven't really seen anything like this um, in the space and it's a really unique approach. And I also feel like connecting with you in person and seeing Ethan Frenchie too, like uh, like I haven't met him, but just how personable he is just adds another like dimension and like trust. You build trust with the people coming in. And um, so There are many components within block packs, right? Like there's Mm -hmm. the like I'm like looking at my notes. So there's like the RAS drops, um, the infinite moments. So you like you were mentioning for you to be able to be a part of the RAS drops or gamification experience, you first purchase uh, infinite (laughs) moments that you Mm -hmm. then rip, correct?
0: Correct. So you get to rim that and it's a it's a fun video game like experience where you have these packs and you're gonna get to experience it. And you get these packs and you go online and we've got this fun music and then your packs go into this like massive explosion of ripping and every you know, you have different tiers and parallels of infinite moments. Like there's a black one one, um, there's gold, red. So every explosion is different, which kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat as you rip packs. You don't know what you're going to get, which is kind of fun. Um, I still have yet to rip a black one hundred and one, but I have hopes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So, and then there's also the
1: card geek hall of fame, correct? And like, what's that? <clears throat> right. So
0: the card geek hall of fame is block packs you Blockbacks is utility token. It's it's our it's okay. the PFP of our community. Owning a card geek gives you certain perks within the drops. You mm-hmm. get have bonuses, you get first access to certain things, um, access to airdrops and so on. So being a card geek is, you know, kind of being a real true BlockBackser. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think it's, like I said, it's very unique and the way that it's being approached. Like, I also have to say from, like, a user experience, um, I found it to be really cool because you really are onboarding web to folks. Like, you can <clears throat> purchase this with a credit card, debit card, and I found that to be really cool. So you connect your wallet, and, and I also saw that in the website you had... Kind of like a step a step by step guide that was just easy to understand how you create a wallet. I don't know. I absolutely that makes me it. happy. Yeah, I have to say, like that process was easy. I was I was able to do it in a matter of seconds. I and I yeah, I haven't experienced something like that. I was like, your devs are really cool, <laughs> and the design team, the whole team. <laughs> they, they They are. Our,
0: our devs are truly um, a lot. They are truly, and I think you know, Solidity devs on every project, really, they are the real MVPs. And I know mm-hmm. that they are often not at the front of the project, but they are the ones building everything and really making it happen. So I, I give a kudos to our team too.
1: <laughs> yeah. And okay. So with the many layers that come with bot packs, where, if somebody is new, where should you direct them or where can they start?
0: So I think if you're if you're at all interested in real physical collectibles or if you're coming from web two, I definitely think you need to get into a drop. And I can't I don't know if you I don't know if we mentioned this, but you know, our drops are very accessible. You can get in for five dollars. There are obviously a variety of different you can buy one pack, which is five dollars, or you can buy a box that's a hundred dollars. You know, we have people spending $10,000, you have people spending $5. It depends what you're comfortable with, which is something that we really encourage with people. Definitely, you know, make sure you buy what you can handle. Don't buy more, don't overextend yourself. Uh, you can still have a fine experience buying one pack, $5. You get to join a great community. You get to learn more about Web3 and you get to experience the thrill of ripping packs again. So if you're a Web2, or just really into sports cards or real physical collectibles, I would definitely recommend jumping into a drop, give it a shot Buy what you feel comfortable with and join the community and come have fun. And I would say if you're already in web three, I still think you should give our drops a shot. But we also have, as I mentioned, the, you know, as our main focus is creating digital collectibles that will stand the test of time. We do have the Lost Miners, which is an incredible and historically significant collection that um, the team at Blockpacks has created. We also have the very first officially licensed CryptoPunk trading cards, which have been really fun. So we're just we're really here to create these fun valuable digital collectibles that collectors want to collect in the space and want to keep for years and years and years
1: yeah I, I I think that is one of the things that you you guys are doing really well it's just making digital collectibles timeless and also re- like grabbing something that is really big and like, you know, um, physical collectibles are also really big and adding a spin to it, adding your own unique. Yeah.
0: Signature. And I feel that to be really, really awesome. Um, and you know, there's, there's like, there's something for everyone in these drops. to be honest. I mean, this drop I don't know if you saw, but we're giving away a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> this, I don't think it's ever been done on the blockchain. I'm kind of hoping that Elon like sees a, te- a tweet about it or something and, uh, but you know, it's just, there's something for everyone in every job and you can play to, you know, your ability and it's just, it's just fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll link everything here for everybody to kind of like go through an experience. But I think by the time that this episode will be out, um, this drop won't be, um, like live anymore, but stay tuned so you can join the next one coming up and it is like, Rounds of games and for you to qualify too. So there's like uh there's like this excitement and bubbly experience that everybody gets. Um but yeah, we will link everything here. I because I think this is something that everybody definitely, whether you are like no matter web three, web two, whatever, is like learn about it because it's really unique and cool. Um I wanted to jump into the lost miners. So during our Basel week, we sat together, and um, you shared to me about this really cool collection that was being like that was shared um, and dropped. And tell me a little bit more about this because this is like right before the merge happens. So if anybody knows here, the merge, <laughs> we went from proof of um, oh my god, work. Proof, of work proof of work to. Yeah. So, so please tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. So the, so obviously to reiterate our goal, you know, in creating digital collectibles that are meaningful and have value, we saw, and by we, I mean, (laughs) I mean, Frenchie had this idea and vision that, and I full heartedly agree with him on this, that the merge, is going to be significant forever right it has transformed the way the blockchain works it has um, created significant environmental benefits you know so i just think it's always going to be a part of history in crypto and i think it's only going to gain significance with time so as we saw the merge approach we thought well there's going to be a final collection on proof of work and there's going to be a very first collection on proof of stake. So why not shoot for the stars and try to figure out a way that we can grab one or both. And I remember vividly actually when Jeff was telling us this plan and, you know, talking to the dev team about it and they were just starting to talk about what they thought they could do about it and so on. Cause I mean, it was, it was extremely, if anyone is familiar with how, you know, how the merge went on, it was extremely complicated to be able to pinpoint when exactly it was going to happen. Um, and I have full faith in our dev team, but I was like, deep down, I was like, there is no way we can do this. Like, that's insane. I mean, I cannot wrap my head around Coding this—I mean, I—I I couldn't even like wrap my head around it. And I remember waking up the day after the merge and seeing all these text messages from the team, being like,
1: "We did it! We did it!" Oh wow, which is
0: so cool. So, um, and there's a white paper on what the dev team did there and how they accomplished that, which I highly recommend anyone actually interested in reading about it and finding out a little bit more. I think it's just a great story and quite the engineering feat. So I highly recommend for people to read that but um yeah we were able to get the very last co- the very last collection on proof of work and the very first on proof of stake and so proof of stake we're working on but we have come out with the lost miners which is the final collection ever mined on Ethereum and I'm not going to lie I am obsessed with that collection <laughs> <laughs> I do see you tweeting a lot about it. I'm like, what is she talking about?
1: Kind of, I'm curious now.
0: <laughs> it's just so cool. And it it's just such a good story that just connects so well. And it's just so, we always say like, we have this hashtag that's it says it's hashtag they exist because literally we just don't think that the Lost Miners need anything. They don't need anything else. They don't need any outside, like they don't need They simply exist, and they're perfect as is. They are historically significant, and there are so many reasons why collectors should want to collect them. They don't need any utility or roadmap or any of that. Yeah, and you know what? I think this is one of the things that I
1: found, again, very unique because a lot of the people, when they come in or when they want to create something, it's like a copy and a paste type of environment that you go into so we want to build digital collectibles now we need to have a utility now we need to open up this score now we need to do all of these different things and I think with this you're proving that there are different ways of creating in the space that don't need to replicate every single thing that's already been done and that maybe even the utility is just how cool it is it's just the art or like it's just whatever that is and I feel like that speaks volumes in a saturated space that just wants to like throw the word utility like what is this going to bring me and
0: yeah that's so true you know that its utility can be that it's that it it is historically significant and it's you know it's a long-term collectible that people just enjoy collecting which and I don't know if you know this too but I think I'm so attached to this collection because of the process that we did in order to create it so basically obviously we didn't know if we were going to get the final contract from the first one right so we couldn't really plan on like what we were going to do and have the art ready and so on so when we got it we went to the community and we told them look like here's what we think we want to do with it we want to do a story around minors because that's so significant in what mm. happened here. And we want to have this artist, Charles, who's amazing. He's a local South Carolina award winning sculptor, uh, fine art artist, has a gallery, just unbelievable artist. And we went to the community and we said, look, We're going to be building this for the next, I think we said like six to eight weeks or something, but we said, but we want to build it with everyone. So we want to show you guys every step of the, like, we want to be fully transparent, show you all the art as Charles does it, take your feedback, work with you guys, truly take the term decentralized to a whole new level and really create this collection that not only we are proud of, but... The entire community is proud of, and then we actually ended with something. Sorry, I'm rambling. <laughs> we actually no, ended no, no. With this something. is actually really interesting. Okay, <laughs> we ended with something yeah. called. Speaking, of, let me brag about my validity devs a little bit more. But we ended with something called the Token Raider, which um, I feel like I still call it the uh, Web three dating app. <laughs> it it they generated. I think it was like fifty thousand miners. And they loaded them up on this platform, and everyone in the community got to create like a username and log in and basically thumbs up or thumbs down mm. every miner. So we gave them a few days to rate the miners, and from there, we literally were able to curate the collection with everyone's favorite. Wow. So every okay. single miner that you see on OpenSea was curated by the by the community okay this is this again
1: cool super unique have not seen it in the space and I know like this might be a hard concept to wrap around your head if you're new in the space like new to the space or don't know too much and I'm also not going to sit here and say like I know how proof of work and proof of stake exactly works but I don't. But it's just like how the like the blockchain, the ETH works. You know, it's like the fundamental stuff that, of course, we don't most of us don't know how the Internet truly works. Like if you <laughs> tell me how it is, I'm like, I am i don't know. I just connect to the Wi-Fi and like it just works. <laughs> yeah, it just works. And so it's something it's just like how it works behind the scenes. But it's really significant. So it's really like, um. Yeah, like you said, historical, significant. Um, and I think it is kind of cool to just be a part of understanding a little bit more on, on that. And I don't know, just I find it awesome that you were able to get the first and the last and the final and then the first contract of the merch. And it was, and that it was exciting. Sleepless. <laughs> OK, um, so moving a little bit now away from blogpacks. uh, Tell me a little bit about your role. So I know you do many different things, but what's like the one thing that you love the most currently?
0: Ha, I like that. Okay. Cause it's, cause to your point earlier, I feel like there's so many things that we do. I think, so I think my favorite part of it kind of ties in with the fact that we do wear so many hats. So I'm someone that thrives in a fast paced environment i love to work hard and i love to accomplish things mm-hmm. i'm very ambitious and i think that my favorite thing in what i do is that i'm able to really push the boundaries and i'm able to do things that i feel like i would not be able to do in web2 like i'm able to experience things and make connections with certain people and accomplish certain things and so on that I really don't think I would have the same opportunities in Web2.
1: Yeah. And how do you, I guess, like one of, like for me, marketing and social media, creating content, like I said, the definition of that is really expanding um, in the space. How, like, what are your go-to um methods when it comes to marketing. I know you also tweeted out about email marketing that you like it, although a lot of people don't. Yeah. And Everyone hates
0: I, it. I'm like, it's an email. I'm <laughs> not going to find out who you are. It's just like, give me, give me like a, you know, an, just create a new email.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, so what are like
0: the methods that you guys are using? So I've had, um, had a lot of conversation about that with a lot of people and what i'm finding first of all is that no one has really found like what really works i think we're all still trying <laughs> experimenting mm-hmm. but i think one of the biggest thing that is different in web3 marketing versus web2 marketing is the messaging right so like i spend a lot more time in web3 marketing with messages like de-risking right or um you know spending time kind of doing like i feel like so many people think of crypto and web3 as a scam that i have to spend a lot of time making people feel safer and de-risking the product and de-risking the experience and allowing them to kind of come in and test it out for themselves and really see that we're legit we're a real team and you know, this isn't bad. Um, so I do think the messaging is very different. And I think, I think the targeting is very different as well. Um, mainly that, you know, we don't have as much accurate data in web three just because it is so decentralized. So that makes it a lot harder to kind of put things together. But, um, yeah, I would say messaging, de-risking, and then another thing that I've been putting a lot of effort into is networking and building, trying to make our community stronger, stronger and stronger in order to raise more awareness about the projects that we're doing and creating a stronger organic engagement, because I really think that organic engagement in Web3 is important.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, like, I guess I want to reflect back with this last part is that Web2 became a lot about placements. It became a lot about like buying. and, And it's just like a lot of the times every marketer wanted to just do a Facebook ad or do a billboard or do these type of things without actually reaching organically without even sometimes marketing products that are really shitty and you can't market uh-huh. shitty products it's like it just it is what it is so I think with what you are building the feedback you're getting from the community that's data right there that's essential to like reiterate and like pivot and like your messaging and what you're saying because I think marketing will forever be an experimental process it's never like a one go um so I love that what happened, that's a good way to put it would you say like yeah, what have been your like big like wins? What would you consider a marketing win that you've experienced
0: so far? Oh, a marketing win. Hmm. I think a uh, marketing win. I think and I think I'm going to answer this correctly, but I think as I mentioned, we you know, we we do we put in a lot of effort into de-risking the product and the experience for people. Mm-hmm mainly that we onboard web2 so much and i think we have i am proud to say that we have found great success in onboarding web2 and collectors into the web3 space and we've had a great retention rate and i think i think the reason i think one thing that's worked well there for us is we a lot of the times we do a money-back guarantee to be honest with you so if someone that's a real life collector that has not experienced web three yet wants to get into one of our drops and you know, he's where he or she is worried about not liking it or, you know, just not mm-hmm. wanting to continue with it. We have provided this money back guarantee where it's like, come try it. Just give it a shot. And if you don't like it, literally we will give you your money back and you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to yeah. hang out with it more. And I think, and I think in all, I think we've been doing this for the last maybe six jobs or so. I need to look back, but uh, I think we've had one person take the money back offer. Yeah.
1: That's awesome though, because it's like, you're so confident in what you're creating that you're like, listen, like if it's not going to work out for you, then it is, then here it is. But you're like confident
0: in what you're building. Literally. I mean, we are just, And I don't know if you've ever heard Frenchy speak, right? But he's extremely, he's an, he's an extremely passionate collector. He, you know, he has so to him, you know, it's the thrill of ripping packs again and so on. And it's just so contagious and he 100% believes in the product. And so do I, and it's really fun. And you get to meet new people and you get to expand your personal collection and, you get to experience new things. And mm-hmm. I really don't see someone not finding something that they like in the Block Packs experience.
1: Yeah. Um, what about, real quick, what about any maybe like lessons you've learned that you're like, oh, that definitely didn't work? <laughs> oh,
0: <clears throat> well, I don't know about that. I will say one thing nobody reads. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Yes,
1: like, that's so true.
0: <laughs> kind of like I know that's like I'm kind of just kidding, but like literally I feel like nobody reads and I understand that everyone takes in information differently and I appreciate that, but then you add the web3 speed and the speed at which everything moves and you really find yourself with a very short attention window. Mm-hmm. That is very hard to capture and talk about a project with it. You know, it's like, I feel like I have 10 seconds to tell you about blockback. and it's hard. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, my God. I, I feel you. <laughs> I think the biggest lesson is, you know, trying to is failing so many times at explaining what we do. And I feel like we've come a long way. And, you know, now we're able to explain it a little bit better and communicate what we do and communicate our mission here. And I, <laughs> that was a valuable lesson. No one reads.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think I couldn't relate more. And I feel anybody that is like a founder or part of a team will hundred percent agree with you. It's like, You put out a wiki, a white paper, you put out all of these things, like, you know, get informed and nope, it's still just like, it's not, it's not top priority. Um, Okay. Well, we're coming up to the end of our time together. And I just have a couple more questions. Um, How would you say, um, like, what's actually coming up for you that is exciting in the space? Or what are you most excited for? Whether it is work or non-work.
0: In the space uh so i'm gonna i think i think something has been really exciting and i think it started at art i think it started at miami in miami to be honest with you where i kind of had this epiphany i don't know why it took me this long to have this epiphany but where i realized that while I know that networking is important in general, I just feel like in web three, it's so much more important. And it really is. It, it, I mean, it's a must to be making these relationships and building a network and just making connections. And I am finally just really diving into it and trying to find out about other projects. You know, you were telling me during brunch about a project that you're also working on. And I, mm-hmm. Went on OpenSea and you know, bought one, and I was like, I'm ready to dive in. I just, I'm excited to continue to meet people and encourage other builders, encourage other team, continue to make connections, continue to learn. And I just, I finally feel like I am doing it, which is pretty exciting. Mm. Yeah, oh, I love that. I really do because
1: I, again, I resonate with that, and I think. That we're seeing right now a lot of projects because of the bear market and just because we've been in the space for so long that it's just, we want something different. We want real change and we're Mm -hmm. seeing that. And we're seeing the projects that have been built in from the very start slowly come up and be like, okay, we've been here for the long term and that's really cool. Um, There's hope. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's hope. Um, So... To wrap up, I wanna share, um, to wrap up, I always do a lightning round. So a series of questions that you just answer as fast, quickly, and concise as possible.
0: Okay.
1: Are you ready? (laughs) Okay. Okay. What's your favorite book?
0: Ah, uh, that's a tough one. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go old school and say, mm, I can't pick one. Or a podcast, That's hard. maybe. Or a pot. Um I'm gonna say uh, my favorite book. I'm just gonna say Pride and Prejudice because it's an old okay. school. I love it. It's good. Just. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. One piece of advice to share with the world right now. Smile. What happened? I couldn't smile. Oh, smile. I love that! <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, your go-to drink:
0: coffee and wine, not together. One separate. <laughs> Do I have to pick wine? Well, no, it's okay. It's okay. A, this is it's, we can play with
1: this. Uh, one thing you can't stand:
0: slow walkers. <laughs> uh, your favorite show. Sport documentaries, like all of them, obsessed. I will watch mm. anything that's a sport documentary.
1: I like that. Your favorite place on earth?
0: <clears throat> so I've actually been very lucky that I've been able to travel a lot. My, yeah, you know, I'm originally from Canada. My parents lived in France for a while, and very lucky that I've been able to go. So a lot of places, but I will have to say that I think my favorite place on earth is a beach called Debidoo and it's in South Carolina and mm-hmm. it's just, it feels like home. Oh, I love it. I have to check it out now. Mm-hmm.
1: And what do you love most about yourself?
0: I think my favorite, my favorite thing about myself is my ability to make others feel good about themselves mm,
1: it's a wrap oh thank you so much for just coming on sharing and like just connecting i absolutely love connecting with you and we kicked it off and i'm like on twitter all the time like connecting with you and like um it feels really good where can people hang
0: out where can they see you and- <clears throat> well to your point so twitter obviously is a great my, mm-hmm. i'm carofine on Twitter. I think my handle is all carofine so A-L-L carofine. And I'm pretty active on Twitter, usually. And then other than that, I'm in the Blogpacks Discord, and I try to be as active as I can. One of my favorite parts, obviously, is being with the community and getting to know everyone. So I'm in there, I'm on Twitter, and I just love engaging with everyone.
1: Okay. Well, um again, thank you for being here. I hope everyone ah, I hope everyone has a beautiful day and can't wait to the next episode.
0: Thank you.